The blast from our past network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown. your hosts, Adam and John Spees. Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no-holds-barred trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, John Spees. And I'm your co-host, Adam Spees. Today, we are continuing our Throwback Trivia Takedown patron tournament. In one corner, people don't forget his name, it's Scott Primetime Grimes. Woo! Scott, remind the folks at home who you are and a little bit about you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for the introduction. My name is apparently Scott Primetime Grimes. Uh, I'm really excited to uh, to be back here. I currently live in Los Angeles. Uh, we're in the middle of a bad rainstorm. Um, and by bad, I mean bad for Los Angeles, not for the rest of the world. There's, it's like a drizzle, but people freak out because they don't know how to handle themselves here. Um, mm. You've heard me before on this show. Um, I'm sure you've heard me other places. I'm one ninth of the Benchwarmers uh, trivia podcast. It's a sports trivia podcast. I also have my own nostalgia cast that I, I do on the incredible BFOP network called People Don't Forget. Um, we recently had a, an episode drop uh, that has Adam on it, so it was a lot of fun. And yeah, if, if you have an open mind, go and give it a listen. Comes with some warnings, exactly. Um, but you know, feel free. Yeah. yeah, we uh, you know, I I have a guest on. We talk about a lot of just kind of nostalgic things from the two thousands, and it's a lot of fun. With that in mind, you think I'd be good at these games? But I've learned uh, so far that that's not the case. So we'll see how this goes. All right, and in the other corner. She's no Hannah Montana, but you can find her at the cabana drinking daiquiris of banana. It's Anna Piper. <laughs> I like that one, a new one. <laughs> uh, Anna, remind the folks at home who you are and a little bit about you. Oh, that's really funny. I'm allergic to bananas, so I will not be drinking banana daiquiris. <laughs> I'm Anna Piper. I uh, I live in Wilmington, North Carolina, courtesy of the Marine Corps, and um not that exciting, but I did get to see snow on Christmas because I was in Seattle, so that was lovely. Nice, nice, very cool. I don't know it snow. I I know it doesn't snow that often up there, from what I no, heard. I think we left just in time too, because we left Christmas night. I think we might still be there if we had ah, left on Christmas gotcha. night. All right, folks. Well, let's learn how to play the game. Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown. All right, before we get going, I want to know our contenders just a little bit better. And since we are in the midst of the cold season or where it's cold, at least 
in the Northern Hemisphere. I am a big fan of hot chocolate or hot cocoa, however you want to say it. What I want to know from you two is what is your favorite way or brand to make hot chocolate with? Oh, is the Dunkin' Donuts salted caramel hot chocolate, but I don't like whipped cream, so no whipped cream on it. Okay. I'm, I'm a little bit more traditional. I get the old box of Swiss Miss. I, you know, take it out, prepare it myself. Got to get it with the marshmallows, and then I, I do top it with whipped cream. Do you do uh, Swiss Miss with water or milk? Uh, both. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, milk adds a little, just a little drop of milk at the end after you, uh, you know, you want to mix it in. All right, that's fair. Uh, well, unfortunately, there is a correct answer. Um, <laughs> it is undoubtedly Nestle's Quick. Uh, makes the best hot chocolate. I knew you were going to say that. We grew up on Nesquik and skim milk. That's right. <laughs> that is the best. However, my second go-to is Swiss Miss. So mm. Scott's going to get to pick first in round one. Scott, what category do you want? Uh, I'm going to start off with movies. Okay. And we're starting in the 80s. When you combine the actors who played Dale Cooper, Chucky the Doll, and Jean-Luc Picard, you get this 1984 sci-fi epic. Let's throw in an English reggae rocker for good measure. Wow. Um, a 1986 epic with a reggae rocker and Chucky. This, this has all the makings of a classic, so... But I, I don't I don't know it off the top of my head. Let's see. So I'll just try to pick something around the time frame. 86 sci-fi. Um, I'm going to go with Short Circuit. Short Circuit is incorrect. Though as Anna, epic as it is. Yes. Anna, can you steal? I have no idea. So I'm going to say Labyrinth. Labyrinth, also an epic film, is unfortunately incorrect if you happen to know who played the characters dale cooper was the main character on twin peaks played by kyle mclaughlin uh chucky the doll uh was voiced by brad duraf who was also worm tongue in lord of the rings and of course jean-luc picard was played by why did i just blank on his name <laughs> patrick, stewart. Patrick, patrick stewart patrick stewart and uh how many uh, english reggae rockers do we know zero apparently mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently uh for me my go-to is sting uh i was looking for dune okay. he's a reggae rocker have you ever listened to the police adam yeah but i, I just don't <laughs> think reggae i never once have thought reggae okay me either adam they are they started out as a reggae band they are they are clearly have reggae influences they said should, as much you should have said a kama sutra rocker then they would have gotten there. <laughs> i'm not sure they would have <laughs> All right, unfortunately, no points for anyone there. Uh, but we go to Anna. What category would you uh, like? TV. All right. And your decade is the 60s. Star Trek was a pivotal show in the 60s in terms of its cultural impact and promotion of equality. According to the intro, how long was their mission to explore strange new worlds? Oh, God. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Star Trek. I don't know. 2,000 years. 2,000 years is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? No, not a not a big Star Trek uh, person. Can't say that I've seen too many of the episodes. Seen some of the movies, but 
Um, so I'll just be throwing out a guess. She said 2,000. I'll say maybe it's longer than that. I'll say 5,000. 5,000 is even more incorrect. <laughs> oh. uh, I don't know how long you guys think humans last. Uh, it was a five-year mission <laughs> to explore strange well, Space world. time is different, okay, John? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not according to <laughs> Star Trek. All right. Nothing done yet. Still 0-0. Zero, zero. Back to Scott. What category would you like? I'll take music. Okay. We're heading back to the 80s. <laughs> All right. This question is brought to you by Will Dennison. This is a dramatic reading. Uh, I'll give you a little little bit before the, the actual reading. Uh, this 1983 single that peaked at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 is a duet co-sung by a formal, by a, ah, uh, come on, Will. Is a is co-sung by a former Beatle. It was it was the pair's second collaboration, but was actually recorded prior to their first duet to be released. I think I know this even before you read a single uh, word. What what number one hit includes these lyrics? Take what you need, but don't leave me with no direction. All alone, I sit at home by the phone, waiting for you, baby. Through the years, how can you stand to hear my pleading for you, dear? All right, so you, you need the song. Yes. All right. Well, I, well, I, I don't want to say much because there's two, and if it, I don't get it right, I don't want to give Anna any ammunition. So I'm gonna go with say, 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 say is correct. Woo! I knew it was one of them, and that is the far superior uh, collaborative song between them. I am not a big fan of uh, the girl is mine. I like them both. I I mean uh, McCartney you're, you're and, and MJ. Say say say, say 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 is much better. McCartney and MJ, you can't really go wrong. I like them both. <laughs> All right, Anna, what category would you like? Uh, toys and games. All right, and uh, fighting the contestants aside, Anna, your your decade is the two thousands. No more, Scott. I won't say anything else bad about <laughs> your picks. All right, this question is brought to us by Jody Steele. Introduced by Gans in two thousand and five. These plush toys were sold with a secret code on their tag that allowed access to an online world of games and challenges. In 2019, Gans announced that they would no longer sell plush toys. However, there are over 1,000 virtual characters available to adopt as today, as of today. Oh, fairly certain my children had these. Oh, I don't know. I've lost all my brain cells today. I, I have no idea. All right, Scott, can you steal? Uh, you know, I turned 16 in 2005, so I, I think I was a little bit too old for the plush toys at that point. Um, so I, I don't really recall them. Obviously, this is way too late in the game for, for Beanie Babies. Um, so for the sake of just answering something, I will say Plush Pals. Plush Pals is incorrect. Adam, do you know what these were called? I have zero clue. These were called Webkins. Damn it. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I knew like, my kids were kid, well, kids in 2005. Yeah, I remember, I remember Webkins. Yeah, it does sound familiar. I, I knew, that's the, what I was trying to remember. All right, we are back to Scott. What category would you like? I'm going to take slang. Okay. Your decade is the 70s. All right, this question is brought to us by Will Dennison. Here's Sudism, 
of the spherical structure containing photon-sensing receptors would be the proper scientific way to express what two-word slang phrase from the 1970s, meaning anesty stare someone was receiving. I'm pretty sure there's a typo in this question. Oh, receiving. Okay, I gotcha. Maybe angsty stare? I'm going to go with an angsty stare someone was receiving. All right, let's see. I will repeat that question if you want. Yeah, please. Yes, please. Here's sutism of the spherical structure containing photon-sensing receptors would be the proper scientific way to express what two-word slang phrase from the 1970s, meaning to meaning an angsty stare someone was receiving. I'm just going to go with side-eye. Side-eye is incorrect. Anna, can you steal? I, don't, I still don't even understand the question. So <laughs> probably not. So I thought side-eye was a good answer. So did I. I'm looking at the question, and I don't understand. <laughs> I was trying to think of 70s slang. I mean, I was alive in the 70s, but I was a little. Um, can you say the words one more time for me? Sure. Hirsutism of the spherical structure containing photon sensing receptors. Uh, I have no clue. I think side A is a good answer. <laughs> that should be the answer. Uh, well, I, side I A is kind of close. <laughs> uh, apparently, this is giving someone the hairy eyeball. Oh. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you for that question, uh, Will. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. All right. Let's go to food. All right. All right. And your decade is the 50s. <laughs> well, this question is brought to us by Jody Steele. There you go. Yay. Let's see if uh, Jody has better luck. <laughs> Originally founded in 1951 as a takeout pizzeria. This brand is probably best known for their frozen pizza rolls, now available in 15 different varieties. Totino's? Totino's is correct. Yay. Yeah. Everyone knows that. <laughs> They're like lava when you pull them out. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, right, Scott, left we have sports, news, fashion, and literature. I will take literature. All right, literature coming at you, and it's the 60s. What magazine was founded in 1962 by Joe Parkhurst, who was inducted into the Motorcycle Hall of Fame as, quote, the person responsible for bringing a new era of objective journalism, unquote, to the U.S.? As of 2001, it is the largest motorcycling magazine in the world. John, I, I can't even ride a bike, so... I, I don't I don't read motorcycle magazines. Um I'm gonna say that it's called Vroom Vroom magazine. Vroom Vroom is incorrect. Uh Anna can you steal? We're gonna call it Choppers and see if that works. Choppers is probably closer than Vroom Vroom, but unfortunately <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> I do remember being a little kid and uh, never bought a copy of the magazine, but I would ever I would often look at them because I always wanted one of those cool Kawasaki ninjas when I was a kid, and oh, yeah. you would often find them on the cover. And this is Cycle World. Oh, oh. Okay. Our, both of our magazines sound way cooler. So yeah. <laughs> All right, Anna. How about news and politics. News and politics. I find it interesting that Scott has been staying away from sports. Well. Yeah, so be it. And it is the 50s for Anna. 
Well, bless you, Anna. This question is brought to you by Will Dennison. <laughs> are the words in English? Uh, they are. It is a little wordy, so listen okay. carefully. Dwight Eisenhower was elected president of the United States twice in the 1950s. What Illinois de- Democrat did he defeat in both of his successful presidential bids, whose grandfather, after whom he was named, was vice president under Grover Cleveland, and whose son, who was named after him, was an Illinois senator from 1970 to 1981? Politics must run in the family. Who's vice president? I'm sorry. Uh, he was vice president over under Grover Cleveland. I don't know why I asked like that was going to help me. <laughs> I don't know. Dewey. Dewey is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? No, no, I can't. Um, so I'm just going to come up with a political last name and, and see if I can try to get it that way. Um, I'm going to go with Calhoun. Calhoun. That's a great political name. Right. Unfortunately, incorrect. Uh, this was a tough, tough question. Good clues in there, but unless you were familiar with uh, 50s politics. I'm not sure you were going to get it. Uh, this is Adlai Stevenson. Oh, shit. Or Adlai oh. Stevenson the second, technically. Okay. That's a name I've heard of. Yes, mm-hmm. me too. Uh, right. Scott, we have sports and fashion left. Uh, you like both of those. Give me sports. Okay. We're staying in the 50s. What undefeated boxer was nicknamed the Brockton Blockbuster? In the 50s. I know a lot of boxers around that time, but the nickname is not helping me. Um, comes down to which one. I'll say Marciano. Marciano is correct. Mm-hmm. I, I had to it. narrow it down. He beat Joe Lewis's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. All right. That leaves fashion for Anna. Adam, what's her uh, decade going to be? Yep. <laughs> and it's a... Uh... Third time in a row, staying in the 50s. 50s. I, this question is brought to you by me. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> don't, don't, uh, don't jump the gun on that there, Anna. <laughs> I've been known to write some stinkers from time to time. Girls in the 50s love me, love me, this knitted sweater with buttons down the front. But don't fool me, fool me with a belt. Then it's considered a robe. I don't know. I was going to call that a cardigan until you said those words twice. So I'm still going to call it a cardigan. Cardigan Ah! is correct. Oh, yay. Love me, love me. Say that you love me. me. Fool me, fool me. That's the hint there. That's the the cardigan. Nice nice (laughs) question. I don't don't understand the hint. Uh, Oh, I did. I was hoping she did not get cardigan. (laughs) All right, that is the end of round one. Adam, what is our score? We are all tied up, and we have some exciting stuff going into the second half. It is 20 to 20. All right. Scott, you picked first in round one, so Anna's going to get to pick first in round two. Anna, what category would you like to give to Scott? Sports. Okay. Getting it out of her way. Yes. Probably a good strategy. And it is the 90s. Uh, All right. Uh, This question is brought to you by Jody Steele. On February 11th, 1990, Buster Douglas made history when he pulled off possibly one of the greatest sports upset of all time. He knocked out this previously undefeated heavyweight in the 10th round of their match. Who was his opponent who would later say he was high for the fight and barely trained beforehand? Uh, I'm going to say Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson is correct. 
Making them excuses. Mm-hmm. All right, Scott, what category do you want to give to Anna? Because every time I pick this, it's never actually about books. It's always magazines. I'm going to give her literature. <laughs> All right. And your decade is uh, also the 90s. This 1996 novel was turned into a wildly popular TV series in 2011. The series itself is over, despite the fact that the novel series has yet to be finished. Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones is correct. Oh, yay. I, I, don't, I wholeheartedly don't think we will get the end of that book series. Because why? He's made tons of money. He doesn't need it anymore. And he's just, he's just totally going to Game of Thrones us by not giving it <laughs> us that, I think. You're probably right. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, Anna, what category would you like to give to Scott? Uh, let's do movies. Movies. Hmm. It's a bold move there, Cotton. Let's see if it pays uh, yeah. off more. Uh, and Scott's decade will be the 60s. Or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb is the extended title of what 1964 film? Uh, could you repeat that, please? Sure. Or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb is the extended title of what 1964 film? Oh, okay. That didn't help me at all. Love the bomb. All right, 1964. Um, no idea. I'm going to say Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse Now is incorrect. Anna, can you steal? Probably not. So I'm going to say Bridge on the River Kwai. Bridge on the River Kwai is also incorrect. Adam, you are our resident his, uh, film buff. Which movie am I talking about? Uh, an awesome parody. It has so many good just hilarious moments into it. Uh, there was the atom bomb in it where a kind of cowboy rode his way down to the bottom. Uh, Peter Sellers uh, played a Nazi. Um, well, former Nazi scientist. It is Dr. Strangelove. Yes, Dr. Strangelove. Yep. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. <laughs> hilarious. Good stuff. All right, Adam, I'm lost. Who's going where? <laughs> Anna is picking for... No, no, no. Scott's picking no. for Anna. Yeah. There we yes. go. I saved it. I saved it in time. You didn't help at all. I saved it in time. <laughs> uh, let's give her news and politics. All right. And your decade is the 2000s. The Mount St. Augustine volcano erupted twice in January of 2006 and is located in what U.S. state? Alaska. Alaska is correct. Well done. Thank you. All right. Anna, what uh, category do you want to give to Scott? Oh, oh, excuse me. Fashion. I'm honestly shocked it's taking this long for someone to give someone else fashion. And Scott's decade will be the 80s. Surprise! This clothing brand was popular in the 80s with skaters and surfers. Their logo is a shark holding a flag. I feel like I've seen that logo. All right. Um, Surprise. Uh, no, nothing's coming to me, though. Um, skaters in the 80s. Uh, let's just say surprise is really throwing me. So I'll say it's Party Boy. Party Boy is incorrect. Anna, can you steal? I don't know. So I'm going to say Vans. Vans is also incorrect. Uh, this brand was called Gotcha. Oh. And they're still okay. around, I believe. Okay. All right. Uh, Anna, you're picking for Scott? No, other way around. No, no. other way. <laughs> other way, that's what I said. Oh, boy. You'd think by now I'd have a system, but no, I don't. I think it's just funnier to hear me mess up. 
I, I guess I'll go with slang. Okay. And your decade is the 90s. This negative two-word phrase was used when someone else told you something rather obvious. I don't think it's what I want to say. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, No, duh. I have no clue. No, duh. Is correct. Oh, my God. That is really not what I wanted to say. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you didn't say what you wanted to say. Uh, All right, Anna. Uh, you're picking for Scott, and left we have food, toys and games, TV, and music. Ah, uh, music. Okay. And Scott's decade is the 50s. This larger-than-life rock and roll founding father found his thrill with songs like I'm Walking," Ain't That a Shame, and Blueberry Hill. All right. Um, I'm going to say The Big Bopper. The Big Bopper is incorrect. Anna, can you steal? Chuck Berry? Chuck Berry is absolutely a rock and roll founding father, unfortunately incorrect. Um, Adam, do you happen to know this one? Well, you know what? With your hints, you said larger than life and, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's why I thought why I was going to be Chuck Berry. Well. But is it actually, is it Fats Domino? I was looking for Fats oh. Domino. Mm-hmm. Okay. Quite possibly one of my favorite um, artists to come out of the 50s. Okay. Uh, all right. Scott is picking for Anna. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> you guys why'd got you, it. Why'd you interrupt me like that, Adam? <laughs> uh, food. The food. And it's the 60s. You couldn't put these potato chips back together again if they fell, which is probably why they came in a tin can. Pringles. Pringles is incorrect. Scott, can you steal? Um, Couldn't put them back together again. Makes me think of Humpty Dumpty. Um, but I, I, can't have, I can't think of any chips called Humpty Dumpty. Um, so couldn't put them back together again. Is it like a puzzle or something? I, I, that clue is throwing me. Um, so I will say of the two, what's more likely to be a chip name probably not humpty so i i guess i'll say dumpty i'm gonna need you to be more specific um not sure how i can be um okay uh dumpty chips i'm gonna give it to you it was humpty dumpty chips oh all right uh, interesting never heard of those well they're not around anymore <laughs> which is why i tried to throw in that rather obvious clue yeah, yeah. about the name <laughs> Um, seems like all the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't keep the product from going under. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right, Scott. What do you want to give to Anna? Uh, no. Um, or what do you want to give to Anna to make her give to you? <laughs> or Anna, you can just pick <laughs> wait, one. Wait, wait, uh, wait, what? <laughs> it's my turn. Yes, it's Anna's it's, turn to pick for yeah. Scott. Uh, I don't. Uh, toys and games. <laughs> all right. And it's the fifties. What alliterative toy? with a magnetic personality, comes with a wand to move metal filings around to add features to a cartoon face. Oh, man. Repeat it, please. What alliterative toy with a magnetic personality comes with a wand to move metal filings around to add features to a cartoon face? A magnetic personality. I just got to think of something alliterative. The one that I'm thinking of doesn't make sense. But I'll say it anyway, because it's the only alliterative toy I can think of right now, and that's Polly Pocket. Polly Pocket is incorrect. Anna, can you steal? 
I know exactly what you're talking about. I didn't know it had a name. We'll call it Harry Hal. Harry <laughs> Hal is a much closer answer, but unfortunately incorrect. <laughs> this was called Wooly Willy. Oh, I knew. See, yeah. that's right. <laughs> that was close. All right. Well, that leaves TV for Anna. That's right. And the final decade of round two is going to be the 80s. Mary Beth and Christine were the first names of what New York detective duo? Cagney and Lacey. Cagney and Lacey is correct. You knew that one right off the bat. Are you a big Cagney and Lacey fan? Uh, I, no, but I'm quite sure I watched it babysitting when I, in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> that was a young teenager. All right, Adam, that is the end of round two. What is our score going into the final round? All right, uh, edging with a little bit of a lead here. Anna has 60. Scott has 40. All right, well, let's find out what categories we're going to put into the final round. Anna, since you are in the lead, what category would you like? Uh, news and politics. Ooh. Right. Okay. And the decade is the 80s. All right, and Scott, what category would you like? Oh man. Um I got it. I guess I got to go with sports. Okay. And your decade is the 2000s. All right. So based on 80s news and politics and 2000 sports, please lock in your bids. All right, I'm good. Oh, me too. All right. Here is your 80s news and politics question. On March 24, 1989, what oil tanker ran aground in Prince William Sound, Alaska, spilling 11 million gallons of oil? And your 2000 sports question, in 2005 at the Billabong Pro Tahiti, who became the first surfer ever to record two perfect scores? His combined score of 20 beat his own previous record of 19.93 set at the previous year's event. I don't think he was related to AC, though. While our two contestants are thinking about their answers, here's a special message from Triviality. Hey, trivia fans. Neil here from Triviality, the pub trivia-style game show podcast where lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. As a fan of Throwback Trivia Takedown, I'm excited to bring you a special discount code for my first book, Being Patrick Swayze, Essential Teachings from the Master of the Mullet, featuring games, quizzes, trivia, and more. If you'd like to receive 30% off, go to trivialitypodcast.com slash Swayze. That's S-W-A-Y-Z-E. And while you're there, give Triviality a listen. We might not get every question right, but we'll certainly have fun while doing it. I, I would agree with that, and I'm also locked in with my answers. Yeah, me too. All right. Scott, since you were behind, would you please give us your answers to the questions? Absolutely. So uh, no surprise. I, I knew the sports one pretty quickly, even without the AC hint. Uh, but that was Kelly Slater um, was unsure. Well, I shouldn't say unsure. was less confident on the news and politics. But I was born in 1989. So I always remember, um, you know, that I would read a lot of stuff about the year I was born growing up and the different, I, for example, Straight Up by Paul Abdul, one of my favorite songs from that year. Um, but I, I do remember vaguely about the the oil tanker. I couldn't think of the name, but then I started thinking of the big oil companies that we know of. And I remember something about Exxon. So I put the two together and I said Exxon and I hope that that's right. All right. And Anna. I now feel old. <laughs> and uh, 
I was in ninth grade in 1989. Uh, I didn't say a first name, but I did say Slater for the surfer and Exxon Valdez. All right. The uh, the uh, 2005 surfer who scored two perfect scores is indeed Kelly Slater. And the oil tanker that ran around in Prince William Sound is the Exxon Valdez. I have to give it to Anna for being more specific. Well, okay. So how do so, we handle Kelly Slater? I was Sl- more specific. Slater, because that's a last name. <laughs> we do Jeopardy rules for last name. But the name of the boat was not the Exxon. It was the Exxon Valdez. So unfortunately, I do ha- I can't count yours as correct. Adam, would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, um, I would agree with that. Uh, you know, in the uh, in the final question, it makes it tougher. You can't really say I need more information. I think that makes that tough. And so with Anna's, uh, you we do use Jeopardy rules for last names. Absolutely. All right. Well, unfortunately, that means there's not going to be uh, much drama. But let's find out what uh, the bids were. Scott, how much did you bid? Everything I had. All right. And Anna? Uh, 21. All right. Adam, do that math for us and let us know what the final score was. If you make it feels makes you feel better, Scott, it would have been uh, just that little lockout that she uh, uh, gave to you because if you guys both got it. Anna yep. is the victor with 81, and Scott finishes with a zero. All right. Congratulations, Anna. You are moving on to the next round of the Throwback Trivia Takedown Patron Tournament. Scott, we are sorry to see you go, but... uh, I always like watching you leave. (laughs) (laughs) As a a consolation, uh, please feel free to promote uh, anything additional that you want or anything else you want to say. If you want to curse my name, that's fine. No, no, not at all, not at all. Um, I mean, Adam just gave me that amazing send-off so I, I don't know that i have much to add <laughs> listen to people don't forget listen to bench warmers trivia podcast listen to all the shows on the bfop network i'm particularly fond of you know blast from our past um that's a great one um listen to other episodes of this you don't have to listen to this one i guess if you already have gotten here you've heard it but uh no this is this is great um i'm happy to be a patron i'm always happy to support you guys and i know the tournament is stacked this year i know a lot of the guys personally so it's it's definitely going to be the winner's really going to have to earn it so anna best of luck i'm rooting Thank for you, you but Thank i'm you. also scared for you because i know there's some heavy hitters <laughs> coming up in the next few rounds <laughs> All right. Thank you for that. That is Adam and I'm John. And this was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown. Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to throwbacktriviatakedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown. Hi, my name is Scott, and I host a nostalgia cast called People Don't Forget. Join me each episode for a deep dive into all things nostalgia. Do you remember your favorite songs from the year 2000 or the TV shows you watched in 2003? You don't that's okay listen to people don't forget and take a particular journey with me on memory lane